this is We Should Play. It's our show where we play a different game every month and talk about our different experiences. And today's episode is the last episode of our Brutal Legend discussion. We finished the game and we have a lot to talk about today. So the last episode we talked about reconstructing the bridge for the tour bus to yes. drive over. And we are now here and ready to start our mission to the Sea of Black Tears. We are going to ensnare the beasts in a ring of fire. Then Lita drops down on the beast from above and rides it into a cage. We had to like circle these beasts with fire. Oh my gosh. I was very confused why we even had to do this, but we were trapping these beasts in like a cage. So we capture these beasts and then all of a sudden we get captured and these like Amazonian kiss women who are really pushing the Mature rating with their outfits. And then they just try to murder you <laughs> with flames. A little confused what to do, but we use the relic razor and we raise a relic platform that at first it kind of looks like it's like a mural and it looks like us on the wall. Um, but then we find out, no, that was Eddie's father. Rignarok was Eddie's father who was fighting in the revolution and he rebelled against them and didn't go into the Sea of Black Tears. So he was a hero, according to Lita. And also that's where we got our belt buckle that took us in here. All of a sudden in act three, it started just like laying the narrative on like very thick. When that relic popped up with Rignarok, I thought that was the prophecy. Am I, we finally yeah. see it and now we get to see how it ends and it, it did not pay That would that have way. been very cool. Yeah. Instead, it was like a three panel comic and one of them was like <laughs> Rignarok's face, which meant nothing. And we're able to convince the Kiss women that because Eddie is son of Rignarok, then they will join our assault on Diviculus. So we get more team members. All right, everybody. We're headed into the swamp. If you're allergic to leeches, get on the bus. We're trying to get to the Sea of Tears right now, so we have to go through the swamp and end up at this dry ice mine. Uh, honestly, a little bit boring. I felt like yeah. a lot of the time I was just, like, those little zombie dudes are coming up and I'm literally just standing there in place and just burning them while they're trying to stand up. Ophelia? What happened to you? Do you really want to know? We get to the dry ice mines and Ophelia stops us and we get this lovely flashback of what happened to her when she jumped into the Sea of Black Tears. I feel like they just made their own music video in that moment. Ophelia plays a song and she's like, don't worry, this song only hurts me, nobody else. And that's kind of when the flashback plays. So I guess they see the flashback. I think just Eddie sees it because yeah. Lita seems confused. She's like, what are you looking at? Because he, like, spaced out and just, like, pictured this whole flashback. I love that she invited him into that flashback. Very cool. Yeah. Don't run! I know where you live! I know. I'll be waiting for you in the deep end. So we eventually make it to the Sea of Black Tears, and this is, like, the really big stage battle. Ophelia's got a stage on one side of a bridge, and we have our stage on the other side of the bridge. She also has two massive towers that we have to destroy before we can even get to her side of the stage. A lot of times I was just hopping in the car and just running things over, which made things infinitely easier. Because even if you didn't kill the thing with the car, if you did like a nitro boost, you would send an enemy just flying to the other side of the map. Yeah, I chose the strategy of kind of um, going immediately to their tower first and taking mm -hmm. that down because I wanted to break like their source of souls. I realized, because I failed it a few times, that if I did that technique, I could basically take it so much quicker. 
I feel like mm. the game is as easy as you make it. I think, like, for our next battle, there's an easy way to do it as well. That if you kind of just think about it, instead of just, like, building your troops and going forward, like, a lot of real-time strategy games, you have to have a certain layer of defense ready for in case they come. But everybody's so slow in this game that you really can't take advantage of that. I use the Rock Crusher a lot, which is the yeah. new car we were introduced to on this stage, because you can just basically put a circle down and kill everything in the circle. Yeah. But it does not move fast at all. You, like, crawl in that thing. We eventually take him down. We take down Ophelia's uh, tower, her stage. We beat her. And then uh, we move on. We're, we're, ready. we're pretty much at the end of the game here now. Do not stop. You two have been having such an entertaining war. Diviculus shows up again. He just likes to make random appearances. Like, I felt like every time he was on camera, he was captivating. He was great. Jack Black at times, I liked him. He was good. But there were some times where I just felt like he didn't feel like his normal Jack Black level of enthusiasm. Like, it kind of felt at times he might have been, like, phoning it in a little bit and just kind of reading the lines rather than, like, really embodying the character. And that could just be, you know, a matter of directing or whatever it was. It just, like, felt a little inconsistent to me at times with his character. I love this part because Eddie calls Ophelia Sicoria and Diviculus just laughs. He's like, that's not Sicoria. What are you talking about? I thought that was Sicoria. Ophelia is not Sicoria. Nope. Sicoria is Eddie's mother. The funniest part of this is Diviculus is like, you have Sicoria written on your shirt. What? How did we not notice this the entire You're game? You're joking. You're joking. No. I didn't actually hear that line. Yeah, he says, uh, it's written on your shirt. And he looks down. And how did he... No, how did we not <laughs> notice that? And how did he not notice that? He put the shirt on in the morning. <laughs> like, Who can read this font? It looks ridiculous. This is classic metal. I can never understand what the band is called. So the leader of the rebellion does the dirty with... A demon lady? Yep. And then somehow they go to the human realm in the future or the past. And then Eddie grows up totally normal, but his dad is out of the picture somehow. But in the picture long enough to have a box full of stuff in the attic. There were no connections between, yeah. like, the plot twists. It's like, oh, this is his dad. Oh, this is his mom. I'm like, okay, well, then how does he get to, like, the real world and doesn't just live here? The idea is there. It's so close, but it's just missing the mark kind of thing. I think the story would benefit from a little bit of lift. If even having, like, a relic of Eddie's dad at Ironhedge in the very beginning and something mm -hmm. could have happened where they, they cleaned it up or something, and then that's when Eddie sees that, wait, that's my dad. Okay, we get that information at that point and then Ophelia turns away from him and then that's where the disconnect between him and Ophelia start happening it's like yes. oh it's because your dad was the leader and my parents were kind of black tier people and he's like no I don't care okay then we have closer moments you know it's a little mm -hmm. bit more connected yeah second half dropping all these bombs wasn't working out for me it's yeah. like rushed Game of Thrones finale. Yes, that's <laughs> a great information analogy. And no lead up to it. Yeah. And then Ophelia gets her heart ripped out. By tearing out its I really love, by the way, this uh, Diviculus chest cavity. It's his little cabinet where he yeah. stores stuff. What would you store in your, uh, in your chest like, cavity? Chest cavity? Oh, oh my yeah, god. I don't one. know, like snacks? <laughs> like Ooh, yeah, snacks, definitely. You got nice little snacks. 
Your phone. Your yeah, phone. I was just thinking phone, wallet, keys. Yeah, I would never have to carry a purse ever again. I know, I girls' have, pants like, chest don't, cavity. don't have pockets, so now we get mm-hmm. a little chest cavity. All right, guys, question of the day. What would you hide in your chest cavity if you were diviculous? You may turn into a little monster. Now let me show you how to make a big one. We enter this cave of Black Tears. We finally get to see the Sea of Black Tears, have our encounter with Diviculus, where he monologues a bit before summoning this massive two-headed beast. And each head of the beast is this building. And then for some reason, there's a little bit of a pathway leading up to the monster. Perfectly that is never lined explained. up. It's perfectly lines up, never explained. <laughs> I did think it added something to have, like this three-headed monster mm-hmm. where you had to basically uh, stun each of the heads and then drive up this ramp to like crash through its eye. Um, so I liked that because it was a little bit different than the previous battles, but still, I feel like we had stage battle after stage battle this section. I felt like the best way to beat the game was probably not what was the intended way. You just set up like a little bit of defense and you just keep building up your army. Even like you could easily take that one tower out. You just wait on it. You build up a massive army. You upgrade your stage to the max level. And then you do that. You can get in the rock crusher. And then you could just demolish those really big enemy units. And I feel like that's not like how it was designed to be played. I liked how dynamic it was with the whole like attacking the two heads before you go for mm-hmm. the skull thing. Um, I guess if they wanted to make it a little bit harder for us, yeah, something with a little bit more uh, time pressure. Maybe the beast is crawling forward or getting stronger over time. That would have been a little bit more exciting. But I held back, built up my army, and just waited before attacking this thing. Is there even a word for a creature such as you? Yeah, I'm a roadie. I keep the trash off the stage. This building Severus creature uh, dies, and we get in our car, and we launch into the skull, which is where we have our battle with Diviculus. I feel like this was, like, the beginning of the game when we had boss fights, which I liked because we brought that back, and we just had to fight, like, hordes of enemies and eventually take down Diviculus, so I I really like this part, actually. I'm really glad he died when he did, because I think I was pretty close to death towards the end, because... The little webs were coming down, and the nuns were spitting out acid, and then monster hands were coming out, coming into the building to try to grab you. Honestly, really exciting fight. They were throwing in all mm-hmm. these, like, layer actions that were raising, you know, the difficulty as time went on. I wish there was kind of some more of these. Maybe, like, pull out one or two of the uh, stage battles and insert or some the more t- of these escort missions. Battles. Like, get yeah. rid of the escort yeah. missions. We decapitate Diviculus uh, with a nice musical number to accompany it. It went on so long. He held that note forever. Basically, Ophelia not Meg, is in the Sea of Tears, not River of Sticks. And, uh, and Eddie, not Hercules, Eddie dives into the water to go save her because he knows she's down there. And we find out that it is actually an evil incarnation from the Sea of Tears that manifested that evil Ophelia. It wasn't actually Ophelia. We get a really long cutscene at the end that kind of wraps everything up. Of- Tonight, 
We are here to celebrate a great man. You know, everybody celebrating. They reveal a statue of Lars. Oh, uh, don't even get me started on this part. Yeah, which, I, was, uh, I was thinking of Brian, heated. how happy you would be to discover yeah. that. Eddie gets together with all these uh, tour guys, and they all sign his little tour book, kind of just to commemorate everything they went through. And it's a very sweet moment. And he's like, I got to run some errands, guys. And he gets back into his car. And that's kind of when we hear that monologue um, about being a roadie and being humble. And I, I do like it because if you wait till after the credits, he is in his car and he's like, I got to tie up some loose ends so you can go do the rest of the side quests mm -hmm. you didn't do if you want to keep playing, which is nice. A good roadie knows his whole job is to make someone else look good, keep someone else safe, help someone else do what they were put here to do. A good roadie stays out of the spotlight. If he's doing his job right, you don't even know he's there. So last week I gave this a 4 out of 5 and I actually bumped it up because I really liked last week's section, but now I gotta bump it back down to 3 out of 5. I don't think this was the ending I wanted. I felt like it was unfinished for me just because we had so many gaps in the plot twists we got right here at the end. So I think for this section, 3 out of 5 overall game, I'll say 3.5 out of 5, but um, I don't know. I think it's worth playing if you are into like tower defense, real-time strategy kind of game. Like, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to give this one a 3.5. I dropped my rating. I like tower uh, real-time strategy games. I feel like if it wasn't as clunky, if it was a little mm -hmm. bit smoother, and if they didn't let me cheese my battles, like I, I cheesed that last battle by, by just gathering my army and attacking at once. They shouldn't have let me do that. Story kind of dropped off in the end for me, so I think a 3.5 is very fair. You know, good game to pick up, see if you like it, but um, don't expect to be completely wowed. The idea is there. I see it. I, it looks like such a cool idea. Execution, just almost not quite there i think nina perfectly summarized the ending of the the final act was very on par with like game of thrones the rushed narrative throw it at you really quickly this week i'll go with a 3.5 and just overall across the game uh i think a 3.5 uh out of five stars or guitars thanks guys for watching playing along and going through brutal legend with us we're gonna try to do some different things here with the show which is very exciting coming up very soon uh so stay tuned for what we play next month and make sure to answer our question of the week what would you keep in Diviculus's chest cavity and if you want to join the larger discussion make sure to check out our discord link down below and we're also going to be sprinkling in some more fun giveaways on the discord pretty soon so if you like free stuff check it out thanks for watching and listening again and we will see you very soon bye guys bye.